Welcome to Unity of Fairfax, a positive path for spiritual living and spiritual center for education, practice, and service in Northern Virginia. We hope you find inspiration in this week's message. Have any of you ever been blessed by a really awful experience? I mean, really, I mean, that's, you know, in Unity, we're all about let's accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, and and just really look for the good in all situations. So if we're really practicing what we preach, then ostensibly what we're doing is looking for a positive where we might see a pile of not positive and that's what it's about, really. We're, we're about raising consciousness. We're about seeing the presence of God everywhere, seeing it in ourselves, seeing it all around. And, and yet, I had somebody ask me not too terribly long ago the, the, a question, something like this. Do you think unity and new thought really make it too easy on people? I mean, so many of the other faith traditions really accentuate the sin and the guilt and the feel bad when you did something bad part, but I don't get a lot of that at unity. And I thought to myself, you know, we really don't do that a whole lot. As I always say, you know, if you want fear, anger, guilt, and shame, the folks down the street have it in abundance. They'll gladly share it with you. And yet, and yet, all of those things are natural parts of our human experience. All of those things can be a blessing for us if we allow it to be. Now, many of you know I've studied the work of Carl Jung, the great Swiss psychiatrist, in depth. I have a slide I want to share with you with a quote of his that may run counter to some of what we teach in unity, but I don't think it does. One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light but by making the darkness conscious. The latter procedure, however, is disagreeable and therefore not popular. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you can put lipstick on a pig all day long. You know what you got? A pig and a pig wearing lipstick. You haven't changed anything. And sometimes I wonder, and this may be what prompted the question I received, if there has been a misunderstanding of some of our teachings in unity. We teach a prayer practice called affirmation and denial. We want to affirm the good, and we want to deny, that is, deny in the classical sense, as in let go and release the negative. But the thing is, you have to be able to identify the negative that you're letting go of. And if we're talking about our own personal spiritual growth and development, which ultimately feeds into the collective, we got to know what we're dealing with in our own being. We can't just affirm divinity within and I'm good and divinity within, I'm good, while we are still going out lying and cheating and stealing and doing all the other crap that human beings are prone to do. You know, we just had an election cycle. I guess we're still kind of in it. And you see what kind of things people do. If you've ever been involved in a process such as recovery, where you had to do a fierce searching and fearless moral inventory, you had to look deep into yourself. You didn't just, uh, we don't just affirm all the good, although it is right and proper that we should and do so regularly. They have to look at what else is in there? What else is in there? 
So in his teaching of analytical psychology, Carl Jung coined a term that we use very commonly. It's shadow. Anybody familiar with that term? We have shadow elements. All of us have shadow elements. And shadow elements are those parts of ourselves with which we are uncomfortable. Those parts where, real, where we are conscious of, there's kind of a misalignment with what I'm teaching and thinking and saying that I believe what I'm actually doing and teaching and saying, that's normal. If you get skin, that's going to be part of your experience. And I see all of you have skin today. So you know, thank you very much. I'm glad I'm not the only one. That would be awful. So in that knowing, so we are sometimes consciously aware of those things. And sometimes we're not consciously aware of those things. We have this phase of mind called the subconscious realm or the unconscious realm of mind. It's kind of below the surface of our awareness. But there are ways we can recognize it and bring it to light, to bring the darkness to light, to recognize what's going on. Now, you know you're dealing with shadow elements or parts of yourself that are uncomfortable if you or somebody you know, well, maybe nobody in this room, but people you know engage in one of four different behaviors. These are real typical elements of behavior we know when we're dealing with shadow. First one is denial. <laughs> oh, no, not me. I didn't do that. Not me. I wouldn't do that. No, not me. I'm too good for that. I wouldn't do that in a million years. Oh, I hope that'll find out. The next one is avoidance. Is there anything in your life that you tend to avoid? You just don't want to deal with it. I'm just going to like walk over here so I don't have to do that. I'm not going to look over there. Things we are avoiding means there's something about that in our awareness, in our consciousness. The next one is projection. I never do that. They do that. He did that. She did that. The common term we use now is gaslighting. You know, oh, I would never do that. Not me. I'm too good for that. Oh, no, no. And then we also repress. Sometimes there are parts of ourselves which are often our best traits. We repress. We suppress them. We keep them hidden. We don't want somebody to know that we're really good at X or really good at Y or really good at Z because somewhere along the line we were told that's not right. Don't do that. You'll outshine your sister. What? Yeah. That sort of stuff. So those are sort of like shadowy behaviors. And sometimes good people do bad things. That's because it gets back to, oh, that's right, you all have skin. Sometimes good people do bad things. Maybe you know a person or two who has done a bad thing. Maybe that was you. Maybe that was me. Or maybe the converse. We created the sin that is self-induced nonsense of omission. We didn't do the right thing. As human beings, for whatever reason, whatever pressures, those sorts of things happen. So what do we do, good people, who might sometimes do a bad thing or unhelpful thing or unskillful thing, however you want to gussy it up, whatever kind of lipstick you want to put on it, that's what happened? Well, coming back to 12-step tradition, you just admit it. Say, yeah, foul. I love basketball for that very reason. Somebody commits a foul, the hand goes up. It's like, this guy right here, I did it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You just admit it on the spot, and the game keeps going. You know, isn't that cool about a basketball game? They don't sit there and like, okay, now let's talk about it. Let's go through. Did you do it or not? Hell, heck yes, I did it. I committed the foul. Let's move on. So we can move on. Tenth step. When we've made a mistake or an error, 
promptly admitted it and moved on. But that's the problem, isn't it? We don't want to admit we made the mistake, do we? We don't want to, we don't want to acknowledge that. Why is that? Why don't we want to say, eh, why don't we want to be in that basketball game? I think it comes down to two things. One, we, um, no, I think it comes down to one thing. There's a cost. There is a cost. There's also a benefit. And what's the cost if you admit that you did the bad thing? I'm just like them. My own vaunted sense of myself goes down by the wayside, and I must become humble. Nobody wants that. Or, depending on what it is, I might lose my job, I might lose my marriage, I might lose my office, I might lose my election, I might lose all that cash that maybe I got from ill-gotten means. There is a cost. There's always a cost. I might lose something. But maybe the thing that is lost is the thing that should be lost. The arrogance of the ego. And what is gained isn't just humility. It's not humiliation, but humility. Maybe the thing that's gained is the reliance on God as my source. Maybe the thing that is gained is a realization that I am growing spiritually. I am raising my consciousness by breaking through my own ignorance and stupidity. Yes, I'm using strong words today. Because those are the things that preserve darkness. Ignorance, stupidity, fear, holding, hoarding, whatever it happens to be. But if we're willing to break through, or even if we're not willing to break through, but we still break through, then we gain maturity. We gain a deeper awareness of falling into God, into truth, into remembering who we truly are. And who we are is not our stuff. It's not our titles. Who we are is spiritual beings having a human experience coming to bring the grace of God through us to the world. And we can't do that if we're hoarding stuff and things, false illusions, greed, fear, anger, guilt, and shame. And so good people, when we do things that, yeah, kind of suck, the best thing to do is just admit it. I did that. And then begins the exploration of why. We bring those things out of the darkness into the light. We just don't keep affirming light, 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 and hoping they'll go away. We really get to know the contents of our being and develop wisdom, develop character, develop compassion and empathy because we have acknowledged pain that we have caused. Now, that's the thing. So, good people who do bad things, I'm not calling any of you, saying, calling anyone out and using those general terms. So, what happens? So, somebody says, okay, I did that. Well, 12-step tradition says, don't go make amends if you're going to, that's going to make things worse. All right, you've done enough. Just own it. 
But if somebody does create an offense or something, step on a toe and you become aware of it, the thing to do is to make an apology. Admit it. And what happens after that? Well, it could be a complete renewal and restoration of relationship. Let's give it the old college try. I think we can do this. I think there's enough there we can do this. Or, worst case scenario, we end up in court. Conceivably could happen. And does happen. We look at the news and see what's going on. And yet, even those sort of experiences become consciousness-raising events. Think of the Me Too experience, where people have been made aware of bad behavior, and as a result of that, been empowered to call it out. Let's move forward with a higher consciousness of deep appreciation and respect for one another. So this work of transformation of consciousness, getting to know ourselves, recognizing our darker elements, doing that unpleasant, that disagreeable work that's not popular, is an enormous blessing to the world. It is an enormous blessing because if we are unable or unwilling to do that work, then darkness is perpetuated. And I'm not calling anybody out in particular, myself or any of you, or any of those people we read about in the newspaper so very often. It's just a general admin invitation. I was going to say admonition. General invitation to stop doing those things that perpetuate fear and darkness, the denial, avoidance, repression, and projection. Let's be willing to do the transformative work, and it is work, so that we might heal ourselves of whatever archaic wounds we're bringing forward and heal the world, and in so doing, co-create a world that works for everyone. Because whether we want to acknowledge it or not, each one of us is doing our part to add to the collective consciousness. And if we are doing our own personal work, not out of guilt or blame, but in order, out of love in order to raise higher and invite into a greater experience for our own lives, truly the world will benefit as well. And the darkness we sense or feel or find within ourselves truly will be transformed. Our work of spiritual growth and development is a holy practice and the whole world benefits. Peace be with you and namaste. Thank you for tuning into Unity of Fairfax podcast. You're welcome to join us live in Oakton, Virginia every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. or view our live stream services from our website at unityoffairfax.org. We appreciate our donations to support this podcast to make our message of positive, practical spirituality more accessible to all. See you next time.